his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Welcome to Ask the Expert North Texas here on News Radio 1080 KRLD. I'm David Rankin. And I'm Kristen Diaz. Children's hospitals are being stretched to a breaking point because... There aren't enough home care nurses for patients ready to be discharged. The nursing shortage has made it difficult for families who rely on this care. On today's Ask the Expert, we have Sarah Walmsley joining us here. She is an expert on pediatric care. And Sarah, who specifically does this affect? What type of families are relying on this care? Oh, thank you. There's anywhere from 3 to 5% of the children children population that are considered medically fragile. Mm. What that means is they are very, they have very complex medical needs. So these are children that require ventilators. They need trachs, they need tubes for feeding, and they need around the clock nursing often to keep them safe at home. And that's the issue. It's providing that nursing in a home setting versus in a hospital where you'd have a whole sea of doctors and nurses. Absolutely. And it's becoming more challenging to recruit and retain those quality nurses. You can imagine the high level of skill that is required to take care of a child with that specialized need in a home without the team of a hospital staff around them. Absolutely. And how is this affecting families right now with this nursing shortage? Right now, most families are approved, clinically approved for a certain amount of nursing hours. So the state recognizes that these children need nursing care. However, with the nursing shortage, oftentimes they are taking care of their own child, which means there's a high stress level, there's a high burnout level, Mm -hmm. and they're not able to hold down full-time jobs. So obviously their finances and their homes are affected. And of course, the other issue is financial home care nurses tend to make about half what a hospital nurse would make. Absolutely. Not only that, but most home care agencies are reimbursed by state Medicaid programs, which does not reverse reimburse very well at all, which limits an agency's ability to compete with hospitals and other facilities who can offer perks like bonuses, compensations, for um, and different incentives for tuition, reimbursement, and such. How costly can this end up being for families? It's astronomical. When you think about the effects of not having a, a parent work full-time that is capable of working full-time, you take that away. But then you think about all the other missed opportunities and extra care that has to be provided, supplies, whatnot, when when nursing agencies aren't available to take care of the children. Talk to us about the difference in just everything from education to experience as far as caring for adults, caring for older adults, and then caring for children. Well, I think the fact that it's the child raises the bar quite significantly. Everybody's anxiety goes up when they know that they're taking care of somebody's precious, medically fragile child. And so these are high risk children and what we want to be able to attract is those skilled pediatric NICU, PICU nurses from the hospitals. That's the ideal candidate. But again, 
noting that the reimbursement rate in the different states is not high enough for us to compete adequately, we are having more and more challenges. It's concerning to us that the Texas legislature has not, who is currently in a session, has not passed a reimbursement rate increase in over 16 years. Wow. In a perfect world, if we were to be able to wake up tomorrow and things could be better, how much support would be needed to make this change? We're asking for, we're asking Texas legislators for a 40% increase in reimbursement to help level the playing field and attract quality nurses. But also we want to be able to build programmings for education, clinical ladders, you know, all the perks that they can get in other institutions. But we want to provide that environment to be able to fulfill their mission, which is the same as ours, which is to take care of medically fragile children in their homes and allowing them to flourish. Are there specialties in nursing schools that target children as far as expertise in in teaching nurses? Most of the times it's targeted through um, your rounds or your internships in the hospitals and based on your experience. But those are the types of nurses that we feel most confident to put in the home of somebody that has such complex needs. How attractive is it right now to lure in when there are so many people who are needing nurses? What's the competitiveness in trying to get hires in, in your division? It's a daily challenge. What sets us apart and what sets most home care agencies apart that specialize in pediatrics is the mission. But sometimes the mission to treat children is not enough with the economic situation that we are in. A lot of nurses have to make a financial decision to do what is best for their own family. And they sacrifice the mission of treating children, their own personal mission of treating children in the home. And families have to do a lot of sacrificing themselves when they have to have a child that's under constant need of care. That can hurt their own budgets as well. Absolutely. I just interviewed one of our parents. She's 78 years old. Her husband is 75. They adopted their 14-year-old child who weighs 35 pounds. She needs around-the-clock nursing. And yet agencies are only able to staff three to four of those days but she needs nursing care around the clock seven days a week. And so what that means that at 78 years old, she is not a mother, she is a caretaker. She is a nurse for her child. And she's not a mother to her other children. She's not able to participate in social events, family functions. She's not able to do what she should be doing at 78, which is enjoying her you know, elder years. No, absolutely. And, and it's, it's also the level of care that the child will be receiving is um, detrimental as well, because there's a nurses go to school for a reason. It's not easy, especially dealing with different types of medications and treatment. You know, all of that education is very important. How much um, risk is there for a family member to take on that caretaker role for a child that is in high need? Not only is it risk, which is understandable of the child needing frequent emergency room visits or hospitalizations because they don't have a nurse that is qualified and on the case more frequently. So that's an obvious risk. But then there's also the risk that these caregivers themselves have immune suppression because of the high anxiety and stress that they're under. And that's been proven in studies. You find that parents that have had to deal with becoming nurses for their own children actually find that they have an aptitude for it and then actually go to pursue nursing careers? 
Absolutely. Some do. You know, I've worked in some of our states where we have um, family caregiver programs and some of them choose that route um, out of necessity and then continue to go on. It is a And Sarah, is there anything else that we're missing here that you'd like to bring to the forefront of this conversation? I think the most important thing is that we need adequate reimbursement rates. As Medicaid, as a state program, we need to be able to have higher reimbursement rates to be able to attract and retain. Imagine having a child that requires 160, 168 hours a week and not being able to staff it and also not being able to keep the same nurse on the case or the same few nurses and that change and that anxiety of the parents knowing that a new nurse is coming in that they haven't met yet. Exactly. It's really important that legislators, legislatures take this time while Texas is in session to pass a reimbursement rate for private duty nurses in pediatric home care. A very important topic. That is Sarah Walmsley on today's Ask the Expert here on the Carol Lee Afternoon News. Thank you so much, Sarah, for the time and educating us this. Appreciate the opportunity. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.